Here we are, kids. It's part two of the Jarish Cook interview. Part one was awesome. Part two is about to get crazy good. I'm so excited about what we're about, what we're talking about in part two. I'm so glad you're still here with us, Jarish. <laughs> I wouldn't go anywhere, man. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> oh, I, you didn't come outside. Your car got towed. So oh. you're not going anywhere. Oh. <laughs> I'm really not going anywhere. Sorry. I, I thought you were fine parked there, but... Whoops. Sorry, my bad. I, I, uh, you know, whoops. Oh, well. My fault. Right? Now you're right. stuck here. Now you live here. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to teach us all how to use the periscopes. Hey, listen. This is not a bad place <laughs> surrounded by instruments. Is oh, yeah. Oh, you could... Dude, yeah. there's... There's no shortage of of crap to do in this right. in this studio. Right. There's all, there's all kinds of fun stuff hanging on the walls. There's there's a theremin in here. A theremin. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. We'll show you. We'll show you later. It's, yeah. It's fun. It is oh. so much fun. You got to bring that home and, and show it to your cat. Really? Oh. Yeah. Oh, they're gonna be like, Let your cat play with the theremin. Oh. Oh. Because every time they put their paw in here, it's gonna go woo woo. Oh man! I didn't think of that. Your cat's gonna go idea. bananas with it. Yeah, it's it 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 like hours of fun. It is. Yeah. Just watch. Just watch your cat fuck with the theremin. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you that Butters is trying to play piano. <laughs> no, tell us about it. He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a cat, right? I mean, I mean he's it's trying. Not his fault. He's got little paws. Yeah. Like, he, he is. It's not bad. his fault. He's doing his best. If you listen to it, you'd be like, "This is bad." <laughs> he He's like, I'm trying. I knew a, I knew a, I knew a beagle. Uh, I used to walk walk this dog. It was a beagle, and uh, they had a upright piano in the living room. And I would walk into the living room to get the dog, and he would go up to the piano. Clang, oh, 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 oh. That's awesome. Clang, 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 clang. That's all he would sing, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Ray Charles' dog yeah, like, piano player. This thing guy. makes noise. I make noise. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, that's music, right? <laughs> Sometimes, like, I think that's how Post Malone got inspired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not done, I'm not done making fun of Post Malone. Oh, I don't think I'm ever going to be done making fun of that guy. Anyways, here comes part two of You Good. Always talk first. You you ruined it. Sweet. You ruined it. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> let's go get my car. Oh, Jay, yeah. Let's go. We gotta go to the impound now. <laughs> we should probably get a cab. <laughs> oh man. All right, Jerry's. So we're. I gotta. I gotta take us back in this conversation. Uh, Indeed. To to 1998. Yes. Yes. Because you. We're on one of my favorite shows of all time, Showtime at the Apollo. Yes. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> I, I was a rabid fan of Showtime at the Apollo. It's just that you saw some so many talented acts, and you, and you saw some god-awful acts, yes. too. And it was this great mix. And, yes. And you got to do it. Yes. And, and I want to hear about it, and our tens of tens of listeners want to hear about it, too. <laughs> well. Well, first of all, I'm I I like I'm genuinely like I, I don't run into many people who like nowadays who watched Showtime and the Apollo. Well, like we're about that. the same age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm I'm 37. I'm, th- I'm 39. Yeah, so like I'm we're 30, right yeah. we're right in that wheelhouse. Yeah. But yeah, like what like because when I was growing up, um, I had a t- uh, I got no, when I was 12, I got grounded and I there was no TV. <laughs> But I had I had money from cutting lawns and, nice. and shoveling driveways. So my dad says no TV, which means I couldn't watch his TV. So I got I got on my bike <laughs> with with an empty backpack, and I rode my bike down to the Bradleys at the Morris County Mall. Wow, which is now where the Walmart is. Bradleys, and yeah, Bradleys. Oh my yeah. goodness, yeah, yeah, yeah. Feeling old, man. Feeling yes, old? Yeah. I am. Yes, holy moly. <laughs> See these these fuckers oh, don't even know what we're talking man. about. So I I rode my bike with an empty backpack down to Bradleys. I bought a thirteen inch color TV for like $85. It weighed like, I don't know, 25, 30 pounds. Oh my, that sounds about right. It's an old little tube TV. And I, lo- I took it out of the box and loaded it into this backpack and, uh, and zipped it up and rode home with this TV in my, on my back, walked in the house. My dad's like sitting at the kitchen table. He's like, what are you doing? Go upstairs. I'm grounded. 
<laughs> and I go upstairs and I, I plug in the TV with the rabbit ears. Wow. No cable hookup. I didn't I didn't finagle that for a little while because like I, I figured out I could snake cable along the side of the house from, yeah, yeah, from, the, yeah, from, nice. the, from the living room of like off a splitter. Of course. But, but first things first, I just set up the rabbit ears. Wow. And I, just, I just sat there watching 12 channels. And and every Saturday night I would watch SNL. And then I would watch Showtime with the Apollo, with the Apollo. and Comics Unleashed in that order because I wasn't oh, going to sleep. Man. And I would so I watched, I watched, I loved that show. I, I feel like we're kindred spirits. Then, like this, I feel yeah, like, like I feel like there, well, yeah, there aren't there aren't too many folk these days that yeah, do remember that show. Yeah. I'm bummed that it's gone. Yeah, it really was. It was just you know like you know. Well, well tell us about your experience. So on it. so so okay. So it, it's it's funny how how we um, we sort of got booked for that. Um, my at the time, um, my mom was my manager. And um, she, you know, she just reached out to the show. And I, I forget if we had to audition. I, I, in fact, yes, I know we had to audition because I remember sitting in the auditorium um, where the show was actually being taped. And I remember we sat there all day and then uh, we had like a number. It was almost it's kind of like a, like an American Idol kind of right. thing. It's like a, like a cattle yeah. call kind of deal. Yeah. How did and, your mom uh, get that together in the first place? I don't, I don't know. I mean, my mom was just, I mean, my, I mean, if you ever met my mom, she's just one of these like hard charging women. It's just mom magic. Yeah. Yeah. She just like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> mom she, magic. Yeah. Yeah. She must've called like 20, 20 times, you know, like 20 times just like, and she became really uh, cool friends with uh like the producer on the show like she became friends and um you know and she she basically got us on and she was like hey guess what i got you guys an audition for showtime the apollo we was like what you know that was like the that was like the coolest thing ever we were like wait we were like wait the showtime at the apollo like not like a bootleg version of showtime at the apollo (laughs) not showtime near the apollo right 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 exactly like showtime at uh, apollo right exactly a apollo yeah like yeah or like like an underscore it's it's like yeah you, you get there and it's like a greek Diner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like Steve Marvey. Like, like what? Right? Like, what? But yeah, she's like, I was like, what? With Steve Harvey? She's like, yes. That is like, so we were super, so we, we get to the, we get, we did the audition. They loved it. The thing is, is that, um, I forget the song that we picked, the song that we did at the audition. Um, I want to say it was like Ribbon in the Sky or something like that by Stevie Wonder. But the day of the show, the day of the show, and then this is the part that I didn't didn't talk about before. On uh, the day of the show, um, when whenever you do a cover on national TV, you have to get the the the, the rights cleared, and we didn't do that. Like we we didn't do that. So the day of the show, we had to change the song that we were gonna do, and the only thing we could do was an original song. So we're like, okay, so now we're about to go on the Apollo stage, do a song that no one has ever heard of, acapella. Did you guys, like, actually, were you guys writing stuff at that point? Yeah, well, yeah. So, um, yeah, like, I was, uh, the song that we did was a song that I wrote, and it was a song that we that we knew back to front, front to back, um, because we sang it a lot, but we weren't prepared to do, right. you know. Yeah. Like, like we, you're going like, from this prepared song. Yeah, that we did. I think with an arrangement than, behind yeah, you, yeah, with an arrangement behind us to acapella to you know a song that we knew, but you know I was fairly certain that we would be okay, but you know when you go to the to the Apollo, you do a cover, you do something that people know, like you do like yeah, that's a lot of pressure, Donna man. Summer, right? Yeah. Like you do like Shaka Khan, and that like, is the toughest audience, yes. in the world, yes, yeah, like right, like you cannot go up there and miss a note, or because the Sandman. Will be there. Yep, you hear yeah. that escorting you, you, you hear out the of air the horn. Right, everyone right. starts pointing. Right, side Exit door, stage right, right, side door into an alley. Go yeah. home. Yeah, like, no green room for you. Nope. Yeah, it's just <laughs> no leftovers. Just, right. just, 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 just four sixteen-year-old no kids. Bags. Just four sixteen-year-old kids just getting thrown right. on the hundred and sixteenth right. street. That's it. That's it. Right, snow-covered street. Oh my god. No coats. No nothing. Just all right. You gotta go home. That's it. That's it. We didn't want to be that. So, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So, 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 and that, and this was like, I don't, this was maybe like an hour before we were supposed to go on, and um, so we had, I don't know, maybe fifteen, twenty minutes to like practice the song, and um, and I remember, and I, I sang the lead on the song. And um, so, you know, so we go out there. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) No pressure. Right, right. No pressure. (laughs) No pressure. And, you know, and my my one um, 
my friend that I'm still friends with, and he, you know, he used to fuck with me. He's like, don't fuck this up, Jarvis. Don't fuck this up. He's <laughs> just like, yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. I, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that very much. And um, so we go, we go out on the stage. And, um, you know, so, you know, we, we rub the log, right? Because that's what you got to do. Hope. Yeah, 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 yep. And uh, so, we, so we chat with Steve Harvey. And I remember um, one of the members in the group, uh, um, our parents were there. And uh, his mom was like, I love you, Waziri. His name was Waziri. I love you, Waziri. And just as that happened, Steve had asked him a question. And he looked up. And, like, he missed the question. And so Steve's like, do you know the song? Like, it, like, you know, and, and everybody started laughing. And we're just like, oh, this is off to a great fucking start. <laughs> I'm like, this oh, is fantastic. So I'm like, what is it? I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. So, um, you know, so, you know, so we finished talking or whatever. And then, you know, Steve's like, okay, go do your thing. So we go out and, uh, you know, there's, when you're on the stage, there's this camera that it looks like it's like hovering above the audience. And it's like, not right in your face, but it felt like it was right in my face. And then you saw the red light go on, and you know you were live. And I'm like, fuck. And I, you know, and it's just like, you know, you watch the show at home. You know how many people tune in every week, and you know what the audience is like because they're sitting there. They're sitting there. So we start singing the song. I step. You know, we were all standing in the line, and I step away from the line to step up so I could sing the lead part. And I am terrified. I'm just like. I hope you went to the bathroom. Yeah, uh, I did. I did. I did. I took. Yeah, I, I I took what's called the nervous poop. I did that. I did that. I did that. I think we're all familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know that all too well. The, the, the title of my well. autobiography is going to be Three Shits and a Gig. <laughs> three the, shits and a gig. The Nick Keena story. <laughs> Holy shit! All right, so you, you step. You're in front. So I so I'm in front. Red light staring at you. Red light goes on, and you know, and I and I start singing the song and you know and they're and they're backing up and at first like the crowd was just kind of silent you know and we're like you know and in my mind i'm like okay silence is good silence isn't booze and silence isn't that fucking air horn from the from the yeah. thing and um you know and we get through the song and then like toward the end of the song people kind of start clapping because we're doing it a cappella. And uh, and I believe for that particular show, no, there was no other group who had done anything a cappella, and um, and we, you know, we we did okay. And once it was over, we didn't get booed. Sandman didn't come out. Uh, Steve Harvey clapped. Every, you know, we got, you know, we we got we clapped, and and then we went off stage, and um, you know, and I'm thinking we got this in the bag because like the the two acts that went on before us were garbage. They they just they're just garbage. And, um, so, you know, and I'm thinking, okay, if you're out there listening right now, you are in fact garbage. <laughs> yeah, if you were, if you were that, that shitty, if you were that shitty comment. So, yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry, sorry about that. <laughs> oh, shit. And then, and then, and then, um, you know, we're thinking we got this in the bag because there's this, there's this woman back there. Her name is Yoko Kano. Yep. And she speaks no English. Literally, she needs a translator to, to, to show her where the bathroom is. And she used a translator the whole entire time backstage. And, um, you know, and we're thinking, oh, we, we got this. Like, how, what is she going to do? <laughs> I remember her. Yeah. She, gets, she came out in like this little red dress. Yes. Oh, oh. She and, and. Yeah, and Steve's like messing with her because she doesn't speak any English. Right, He's like, right. like playing to the audience. Yeah, like, yeah. I can say whatever I want yeah, right now. She won't understand, understand any of it. it. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly what he said. I think yeah. almost I, verbatim. I, I think he, I think he even like asked her like, you know, like, what what color are your drawers? Something like that. Like, <laughs> like something. Like I know, like there was some like like, and and the audience is just hooping and hollering, yeah. and loving every second of it, and she's yes. just like. Yeah, understanding any of it just goes. Nope, <laughs> nope. You know? She she was like clueless, and then she. And she, belt, and she belted out this perfect cover of Through the Fire by Shaka Khan. Like, just like, it was... I remember that. It was perfect, and everybody in the whole place was just, like, jaws dropped. We were backstage like, are you serious? Like... And oh, people were people were standing up and and, yeah. and swaying. Like, I, I, it, it's funny because I I do remember the episode that you were on. I don't remember you being on it. Yes, because <laughs> I, the only thing yeah. I can remember is was this, Yoko is, this, is Yoko Kano. Yeah. she was. It was this just completely out of left field. Yes, and you expected her to bomb. Bomb. 
because yeah, she spoke no English. She spoke no English. <laughs> she's at you know she's she's from Japan. She's at the Apollo Theater. Right. This is not right. The audience. Right. That. Right. She, but she just. She, oh my god! And she was on oh, there. She was on there for months. Yeah. She just kept coming back and yeah. coming back. I wonder what the heck ever happened. I, I don't know. And I actually, I, 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 I have to Google this. I, later. I, I, I Google her a couple times, like a few times every year. Nothing, <laughs> nothing ever see, really comes up. Yeah, just to see it's like alive, the stuff like, of nightmares. <laughs> like, ah, you took you, my chance away, you bitch. And you're, <laughs> you're not doing nothing with it. You're not doing nothing. I could have, right. I, I could have been that some. Been, been, I could have been a contender. I could have. Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> she's, oh, she's definitely selling meth for sure. Oh. <laughs> she's Ash. cooking. She's cooking and selling meth. I have no doubt. Well, no, nah, you know what? I bet she probably moved back to Japan and opened up Japan's most popular soul food kitchen. Mm. Oh, right. <laughs> Or she karaoke. Took, she took what she learned in Harlem. Yeah, yeah. Or karaoke. Like she probably opened up a karaoke. You know, it's karaoke. Oh, it's both. It's probably there. both. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's probably both. They're selling. They're selling. Ooh. You know, they're selling like six percent beers, and you know, there's like all those Japanese businessmen you know, uh, in the corner. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Singing uh, Sam Cooke and uh, <laughs> and Shaka Khan yeah. through the fire. And, like, <laughs> and, oh and, man. And having their chitlins. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, and wontons. <laughs> Chitlins and wonton, or chit, chitlin that wonton soup. That's pretty good. That's pretty darn good, soup. actually. I'd, I'd, I'd fuck with that. I, me too. <laughs> I would definitely fuck with that for sure. Man, a little, little, maybe a little hot sauce. You know, oh, you got all oh, yeah, If you have a chitlin, yeah. you have hot yeah, sauce. Okay, but yeah, so all sauce. that aside, though, you go home, and then what happens? Um, so, I mean, so we went, so, okay, so we go home, um, you know, the show, you know, and we considered it a, a success. We didn't win, but we didn't get booed. And right. I remember a few of the audience members, you know, saying, you know, you guys did a great job, like, as we were coming off the right. stage like oh, that's a vi- it's a victory to not yeah. get booed off that yeah. stage yeah. is a victory it's like, yeah, sure. it's just like shit like i mean i think lauren hill was on there and i think she got booed off the yeah. stage yeah oh get the yeah. fuck are you yeah. serious yeah. before lauren hill <laughs> yeah like, before she hit. was big yeah yeah that's crazy. Yep. There's been a there's actually there's been a few people um, yeah. that have gotten booed off that stage that moved that moved on to other things like yeah. there's been some stand up comics that went through yeah. there and yes um yeah. Good for them. And bombed. Well, that's yep. gonna happen. It's it's totally gonna happen. Oh, yeah. I can't remember the name of this. There's this one Southern uh, stand-up comic, uh, white dude, big blonde head, blue eyed. He's been in a couple of those Medea movies. Um, what the heck's this guy's name? And he was on the Apollo. He Bobby w- Hill. <laughs> <laughs> that's my purse. <laughs> I don't know you. No, it wasn't Bobby Hill. <laughs> no, it's um, I can't I can't remember the fellow's name. But he he was he he went on the Apollo and he bombed and he got booed off. Nah. But then he ended up. He, he was he was the first white dude to get a BET comedy special. Really? Yeah. He's and he's, he has a really good. I can't remember this fellow's I, name. I probably know who. Yeah. I'm, the, I'm like I'm, I'm sure picturing this just this big, blonde haired, blue eyed like just like would not expect. You know this kind of comedy to come out of that right. head, but like, but he, you know, he he grew up in an all black neighborhood and he had he had some really great stuff and and he went up there trying to trying to tell his stories about growing up a white dude in an all black neighborhood and he just got booed out of Harlem because like get out of here white boy right like what, yeah. like we can't relate yeah like yeah you right. pick you picked the wrong neighborhood to tell that joke in and, and and he bombed and he got booed off but I and mean, he ended up like. Really yeah. successful, you know, but, yes. but yeah, it, it's it is the toughest audience in the world. Yes. Is, is is was the Showtime with the Apollo audience. So the fact that you weren't booed off that stage, dude, that that is, dude, one, one that is success, a, a crowning, <laughs> a crowning achievement. And, yeah. um I and remember, if, and if you weren't on the show, if Yoko Kono wasn't on the show. I bet you dollars to donuts you yes. guys would have made it through the yes. next week. Yeah, well, we say that all the time. It's like, even my mom, she's like, listen, if she wasn't on the show, you guys at least would have made it to the to the next week. Like, yeah. you guys would have definitely won, but it is what it is. I That's mean, so, that is still yeah. so cool. It, mean, it was, it was definitely, uh, so, so after, so after the show, um, you know, like, so I, at this point, I'm still in high school, I'm a senior. And so, uh, or I'm going into my senior year. So after the show, um, this was like September because it was filmed in like June or July. I can't remember. Um, and uh, the show aired in like September, and we got the phone call from from them, and they said, "Oh, you know, your episode's airing." So like the Friday before, I remember telling all of my friends, "Like, make sure you guys watch Showtime of the Apollo Saturday night. I'm gonna be on the show." And then, and we didn't tell anybody. 
Like, we didn't tell anybody we were going to be on the show beforehand. Like, we just kind of, Well, like, just in case. Yeah, just in case, like, you know. Oh, so you were just like, just tune in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I like that. Yeah, so we would just, like, watch the show. And um, so a bunch of people watched it. And then Monday morning when I walked in after the show aired, I walked into history class and everybody gave me a standing ovation. It was like, right. it was like the most, I, I was just like, what? Like this is fucking fantastic. That's awesome. Like, how can I not do music when this happened? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, it's just like it's the best drug in the world. Yeah, just like like adulation, applause, love, just coming at you. Love me. Yeah, (laughs) validate my existence. Tell me I'm good. Tell me I'm good. This is what I live for. Oh man, but it was it was uh, it was it was quite. It was quite the experience going on, so going on Apollo, and um, I'm super excited to to have met somebody to like like was like because I used to watch that show. Like, I love that show. I yeah. loved it. I every, yeah. like at least I mean, like like I don't like maybe not every Saturday night, but mm-hmm. if I was home you on a Saturday it. night, that's what you're your watching. ass and watching shows yeah. on Apollo. Like, yeah. like if, if SNL was crap, and lots yeah. of times SNL was yeah. hot garbage. Like yeah. there were some bad episodes <laughs> in the mid '90s. Like yeah. you know. Just like what? What were you guys thinking? That show, that show kind of goes in like an ebb and flow. Like, yeah, it does. Like I think we got a, they got a pretty good cast going right now. Yeah, yeah. But like late two thousands was bad. Mid nineties yeah. was kind of yeah. Eh. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you it know the eighties like... were garbage. <laughs> but like you know, you know. But I but I would like you know if I'm watching SNL, and I knew it was crap. I would I would I would switch to like channel eleven <laughs> and watch the Honeymooners <laughs> until one thirty, and then I'd flip back over to Showtime TV. Nah. Nice. <laughs> or one o'clock. Yeah, it was nice. yeah, eleven thirty to one SNL, and then one o'clock was Showtime. What Showtime in the yeah. Apollo? And then I would watch Comics Unleashed with Byron Allen. Nice. That is one of the longest. Uh, uh, Comics Unleashed with Byron Allen is one of the longest syndicated shows. Is it in the history of of, of television? Really? Yeah, it has been oh. in syndication since nineteen ninety. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. Byron Allen's a really interesting dude. I, I listened to an interview he did uh, not too long ago. Um, that dude has been in the business since he was like 12. What? His mom was an intern uh, at NBC. And he ah. would just hang out on the lot. And like he met Johnny Carson when he was a bait, like when he was a kid. That's great. I'm just, and, like, I'm just so like he Johnny grew Carson. up. He grew up like around that's television crazy. stuff. And then like, you know, he started doing work in comedy when he was like 14, 15 years old, something like that. And, like, like he, man, like, that's insane. I like it, like I always liked him as a comic. I was like, "Hey, you're pretty funny," but like I didn't realize he was that big of an entrepreneur. Like yeah. he, he he really he churns out this machine, and it's still it's it's still running. It's still he's still putting out new episodes. Yeah, he of spent the show. his entire life in like this animal. Yeah, and he, and it's That's still crazy. it's still doing the thing. Like, he and the knows guy's, exactly what it you is. You don't even realize the yeah. guy's a freaking billionaire. <clears throat> yeah, it's crazy. Oh, and get this: Byron Allen owns the Weather Channel. Stop. Swear what? to God. Oh, swear you, to God. That's not a thing. You can't own that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, swear to God. He had an opportunity. He had an opportunity. <laughs> it was up for sale. Uh, like a few years ago, it was up for sale. <laughs> the opportunity was brought to his company. And he was like, well, everyone's always going to need the weather. Yeah, that's going to make money. Give me. So he just he took over the that weather channel. He owns the weather channel now. In and essence, that's hilarious. That's crazy. Yeah, like, guy, that's, guy's a genius. The guy's a genius. That's like such a random thing for a comic to own. It's like, yeah, by the way, I do yeah. stand up and I own the weather channel. Yeah, I I, own, I'm a stand up comedian and I also own a bullfighting ring. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right, like, right. What? It's like what? Like, like oh, okay. that's why the weather's wrong all the time. Like, yeah, right. Thanks, Byron. Fucking me up, Byron. Nice. <laughs> wow. Talk about comedy. <laughs> no, that's, that's actually hilarious. Okay, wait. So I, actually, I have a question for you. Yeah. So you get all the, you get all this insane amount of encouragement. Mm-hmm. Your senior year of high school, you mm-hmm. just start singing with your friends, and you go on Showtime at the Apollo. Yeah. Now, after all this, you go to college and you don't study music. Yeah. Why? Um. You know what? It, it's uh. Uh, yeah, Did you I think it was gonna like no sense going over what you already know exactly. No, seriously, like I don't want to get like super. Yeah, no, no, you know, no, like, no, well, like, no, no. That's though? no, you know? it's um because I feel like some of the things don't like correlate. Yeah, you know what I mean, I you know, so when I got to college, it was um you know it was one of those things where it was like you know my my mom she I I love her dearly, but you know she was always like 
she was always like, um, you know, you needed like a fallback plan. Yeah. So, um, you know, so, you know, and I, I took college seriously, and she was always one of those, well, I'm paying for college, so, you, you know, you make sure you make yeah, the grades. Yeah, it's kind of hard yeah. to, like, be like, well, you're spending all this money, but I want to do this. It's kind of yeah. that point. Like, oh, even my father, my, yeah. my father yeah. always said to me, like, and my dad's a musician, but he always, he'd always say, you really want to have a fallback. Right, yeah. And, too, um, too late. Yeah, you're right, right, exactly. I played a really shitty game of hardball with my dad's senior year where he was like, well, I guess you can't do anything else, so I guess this is what I'm going to say Right, for. right. Well, yeah, you know, you know and, and the thing was is like, you know, and and so I so I did that for, so I did the college thing, and by the way, like, I didn't even like, I think I did like half a semester, and then I, and then I started working, mm-hmm. and once I started working, it was just like, I would come home, I'd be tired, like, it's just like, and then once you get in the the like the churn of like just daily life i it just music was always there but it kind of took a back seat and then once i had kids and once i got married it really took a back seat and mm-hmm. there, there was probably like from i would say 2003 uh, was when we stopped as the group, you know, because th- that was 1998. So you always work with the same three other dudes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so from 1998 to about 2003, like after Showtime at the Apollo, like we, I, I was going to school, but we really like hit it hard. And um, are yeah. they st- are they still performing in any aspect? Um, not really. Um, you know, did you meet my- your wife at the Apollo? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> How did, how, how did you meet your wife? Um, so, so, oh man, I actually met my wife online. Actually, oh. uh, Yahoo Personals, right on, man. Um, Nineteen ninety, like nine or two thousand, <laughs> like early two thousands. It was like that, that, you know, and chat rooms back then were like a more honest version yeah. of what we have nowadays. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. I, I, I met some really good friends. People were just like trying to figure playing, it out like, instead of just being like remember crazy Yahoo assholes. Pool? Yeah. Oh man. And Yahoo Chess. Yeah. They were just like chat rooms. You could play a game of pool or. Playing and you would chess chat. with people, and you would just bullshit with people. Yep. I would talk. I, t- I remember talking to a guy that was in the Navy. My friend Christina, um, she lived in Ohio. I met her playing Yahoo Pool. Really? And she lived in Ohio, and she's like, I, she's like, where do you live? I'm like, I'm in New Jersey. She's like, oh, you're you're right by New York City. I'm like, yeah, that's not what we call it. We just call it the city. But yeah, that's, a, that's where I was. I'm, yeah, like a half hour away. Why? I've never been to New York. Really? So I drove out to Ohio and picked her up and brought her to New York because she had awesome. never been to New York. Yeah. Really? Yeah. The yeah. New York City. And we're like and to this day, I like I get a Christmas card from her every year. That's crazy. And like like we are still just the greatest of friends. And I only I don't see her that often. We don't talk that often, but like I made I made great friends. Yeah. Just yes. in, in fucking chat the, rooms. The back early in the, day. the early days of the internet. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. When it was, internet was still that wholesome. That's yeah, just like yeah. Oh, it still had this wholesome edge. And like there was only like three places to go for porn and yep. like two places <laughs> to, and two places to go to talk to people. And never did the Twix meet. Yeah. So Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, things have fucking changed. Okay, no, wait, wait, wait. Out of serious, though. All right, so, so it just, it just sounds like, it just sounds like there were, there were all these things that were more important than just you wanted to do whatever. Yeah, yeah, you, you wanted to well, do. You yeah, know, family uh, first, kids, priorities, family. I mean, priority yeah. shift. So, all right, now you're not even not now you're not even playing music with your guys that you are on. Right, we're doing that with. Yeah, what? Happened because it it couldn't have just it couldn't have just been like eh you know fuck it I'll start doing it again like what was like the thing that really made you go like I gotta start doing this again um so I so in that in that time because like I said it was it was probably about twelve years where like music was just like a like a like a corpse mm-hmm. and um and um d- during that time I would say about year eleven of that hiatus um it was. I, again, like I just felt like I wasn't like it was like the, like there's got to be more to life like than me just waking up, going to work, coming home, you know, like going to sleep. You know, I I love my kids, but it, like I just wanted something more. And well, the whole to, time, you, you owe it to yourself. Yeah. as I'm sure a diligent father yes. and husband, you owe it to yourself to not only you know. You need to help them, but you also need to help yourself. You right. will be happier if you do something for yourself. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. if you, I mean, if Absolutely. If you're, not, Absolutely. if you're not happy with what you're doing, you're, you know it's going to bleed into your yes. into your, into your home life. 
And uh, you almost I owe think, it to them to do that. Yeah. yeah. And I and I, I think for a long time I had the mindset where it was just like, you know, do everything for for your family, do everything for your kids, and then you take care of yourself last. Right. And um, you know, and I I just slowly came to the realization that, you know, like my kids, my wife, my family, they deserve the best version of me that I can right. give them. And, you know, and make no mistake, during that like I, I call it the dark period. Um, you know, I was still, you know, I was still singing, but you know, again, like I was singing at work. You know, I was just kind of like, just kind of like, but not really like. I wasn't playing shows. I wasn't writing songs. I was just right. kind of like, if a song came on the radio, maybe I'd sing to my wife. Maybe I'd sing to my kids, but. Like, it wasn't anything serious. And, um, you know, about, like, year 12, I would say about 2015, 2016, um, I, like, I just felt, like, so just I, dead inside, for lack of a better term. Like, I was just, like... Yeah, I'm not the same person and I'm just not happy like, you know, and it's just like I've been singing all this time and I really enjoy, you know, even if it's just, you know, even if I'm just singing to a the chorus to a song that I don't know, I enjoy it. So, um, you know, so I was like, I, I have to do something to 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 spark like to, to bring the spark back. And, um, you know, because I went from, again, Showtime and the Apollo to just, like, not doing anything. Damn. Right. And, um, you know, and to, to be to be fair, there was about a five-year period where, like, the, the guys and I, like, we, again, like, we recorded songs. We, you know, we really pushed, you know, because we tried, you know, we coasted on that for a while. We pushed for it. But, you know, we all went our separate ways. And then that dark period happened. And then I was just like... You know, I was just like, I, I have to do something, like, because otherwise I'm not gonna, uh, I'm not gonna make it, you know, whatever that means, I'm not gonna make it as a person, just as a, as a father, as a, as a parent. I'm You're not, not gonna be happy. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not gonna go well, it's not gonna yeah. end well, so, um, you know, so I was like, you know, I, I've always done, let, let me, you know, let me get back into the music, and, and again, I think, um, it was really like I was at a campfire with my with my boy at the scouts and I'm just like you know what like it'd be really cool like really cool if I could just play a song you know like you know just kind of get back to it and you know and I, I remember uh, my sister-in-law she had this this Yamaha guitar in the attic that had been sitting up there for like 12 years and I was like hey can I can I use your guitar and she was like I'm not using it sure so, uh, you know, so I, I remember just like, you know, just kind of tinkering around and like, you know, and and one and, and again, like once I got some chords, like I started, you know, I I started singing immediately, like as, as soon as I started playing guitar. like So I in like a singing. way, like it's almost like the guitar kind of made you want to sing again. It, the, the guitar, you know, I, I would I would almost say the guitar saved my life um, to the point, you know, and, you know, not that I was ever going to do anything drastic, but just like it, it saved me from a reality a that I hated. Thing. Yeah. 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 And, um, you know, and I, like I am like <laughs> it, it's it, it's I can't even put into words how 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 grateful I am about the decision that I made to, to pick it up because like That's before amazing, then, man. yeah, because before then I was just like just dead in the water. I was just like, what am I doing with my life? Like, right. I, like, I don't want to be this, whatever this is. And it, and that was just so blah, just day in and day out. So like the guitar really like renewed my sense of like, it, it gave me something to look forward to. It gave me, it, it, it set me apart from like the, the, the humdrum of just like the daily routine. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's scary when things are good Yeah. and you're kind of like, why yeah. am I not good? Right, right, right. Exactly. Like I got yes. these kids. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, like I was just saying, like you know, I got out of, I got out of school, mm -hmm. and like my dad gave me a job right out of college. Like everything was good, but I remember sitting there, like, like, like I hate, I hate yeah. everything. Yeah. But like, it's nobody's fault but mine. Right. Right. Exactly. So like once yeah. I started, you know, before we owned the place, I was just teaching here, and like everything just got so much better because it was like. I owe it to everybody around me to be happy. Yes. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like, there's nothing wrong with like you having to look at yourself and be like, you know what? Like I got all the other stuff going. Like right. everything else is in check. How what am I gonna do for myself to just right. make it that much better? Yes. I love yes. that, man. That's yes. that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I that I mean and that's that's really where uh, guitar comes from. It's just like it's it's really like it's really a tool to it's it's and and now, and now music is your is your income 
That's it. Yes. Yeah, that's your so, gig. So yes. what was the, what was that transition like? Um, how long? Like, how long were you kind of like dancing with both? Um, like working a little, like still working your nine to fiver, and and dabbling in music before it became music. Yeah, just music. Like what was that transition? It, like? Well, it, it was it was pretty abrupt um, because um, I I worked my so my last place of employment I was um, I was laid off. So, you know, so, and, and the whole time, like I, I've been, um, I've been fiddling around with the guitar at this point, probably about nine, 10 months, something like that. And, um, you know, so it, it was almost like, for me, it was like, man, this is like, this is like a sign. I feel like, you know, but, but the hard part was selling it to my wife. Yeah, because, yeah, because, yeah. <laughs> you know, because, you know, because the last thing she wants to hear is. I'm gonna go play guitar. <laughs> I'm gonna be it's a rock and roll musician. <laughs> right, right, oh, exactly. Mama. At thirty, at thirty-five. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. Oh man, with, you know we kids. are kind of kindred spirits. This is fucking hilarious. Keep yeah. going, keep going. Do you need yeah. to talk to somebody? You want to see a therapist? <laughs> right, yeah. right. So, 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 um, like, so, so uh, you know, so uh, you know, so I was like, and at the time, like we were, and everything kind of aligned because at the time, like we were selling the house and we were gonna be moving in with my father-in-law. So. Um, you know, so I told her, you know, and um, and we were paying like a boatload of money for like daycare. So she was like, all right, well, maybe you could stay home. We could save some money on, you know, on, on daycare costs. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and she was like, um, and since we're selling the house anyway, like that mortgage payment is kind of going away. We're moving in with my, my mother-in-law had just passed from breast cancer probably about a couple years ago. So, you know, we decided we'd sell the house and move in with my father-in-law. Of course, we'd have to pay him rent, but it wouldn't be anywhere near the mortgage. Right. Man. Right. And the taxes. Right. And the taxes. Plus, we're saving money on child care. So, yep. so, I, I so I was in a good place to sort of to, to start the Everything kind of lined yeah, up. Yeah. Everything. Way, yeah. Man. And, you know, and it, you know, and she was okay with, you know, it'd be one thing if we weren't selling house. She'd be like, that you go get a job yeah. but um you know but we were in a good place and i was just like all right well let let me see what let me see what i can do with this because you know she you know she'd been around she'd see that i was like serious i'd come home from work every day and stay up to like two o'clock in the morning playing and she could hear the progress so she was like okay let, let's see what you can do um i'd always talked about you know running my own business because this is a business oh mm -hmm. absolutely oh yeah yeah and um you know, we're all private contractors yeah, at the end of the day. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. And um, you know, so she was like, "Okay, let, let's let's give it a shot." So, um, you know, so I've you know, it's that, that's basically what I've been doing and I started with open mics and I came home and I told her, you know, I my first gig was at Table 42 in Dover, like that was the first person who said, "Hey, what are you doing on uh Saturday?" And I was like, "Did he pay you yet?" Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi, Chuck. Sorry, yeah, Chuck. Sorry, I, Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> See, me, me and Dylan like to play hardball. We, we just sit there and drink after hours until they finally give us a check. So they finally give you a <laughs> check. Just leave. They're like, oh, they're just gonna keep hanging out here until we pay. Yeah, that's so. That's that's so. That's so funny. No, I um. Yep. I was kind of like it was kind of a similar thing for me. I was I was. I had I had a I had a job forty hours a week working in this you know just shit job in an auto parts store, mm -hmm. and I would I, I was running I was running two open mics at the time. Oh, one of oh, which, so you were already one, doing it? Yeah, well, I, I've I've been doing this for a while. Like you know, I've been I've been playing music for about like twenty years. But uh -huh. like, you know, when I when I moved back to Jersey, I kind of was just try, trying to get my feet wet and trying to figure out where I could, you know, get gigs. And I met Mary Bird, and Mary Bird, nah, uh, Mary Bird Mary and I Bird. became co-hosts of, of two different open mic nights. Okay. And one of them was Table 42. For I was I was hosting there for a spell. Ah. Uh, and then I got laid off. <laughs> and my wife, my ex-wife, uh, was really upset because I, I said to her, I don't want to get another job. I'm going to try and just get as many gigs as possible. Yes. So I really want to buy your wife a drink <laughs> and give her, and give her a, a, a hug and a kiss because she did the nice thing and was supportive. It was supportive. My, no, my ex wife was like, yeah, after, after a while, she's like, this isn't going to cut it. I'm like, oh, give me time. Like, I'm, build, I'm building yes. a thing. And, yes. and now I run, now, you know, now I run every open mic in the, in the country. Nice. And, <laughs> yeah, right, right, like, right. No, right. like, no, Nikina um, is it, everywhere. But you, like, but I had I made that decision in my head. It's like, and I was, and I, I remember like one of the biggest frustrations of my, of my day was getting yelled at by my daytime boss because I'm out. I was out every Sunday. I was out every Wednesday, and then I was out 
on Thursdays playing solo gigs. I was doing Friday gigs. Wow. And like, then I had to come into work on a Saturday morning. And I'm like, <sighs> hey, like, like, you know, I didn't get home till 3, 34 o'clock in the morning. And I got to be there at 7.55. And he gets mad. And he would always, like, it was this this panic in my chest because he would get so upset if I, if I clocked in at 8.01. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. Yeah, it's not like I'm. T- it's not like I'm twenty minutes late. Right, right. Habitually, right. I was like one minute late. Yeah, also habitually, clearly, also clearly, you're driving over like shit, shit, shit. Yeah, <laughs> and like this is like, causing crazy. me real panic. So when he, so when he finally, you know, let when he finally <laughs> let me go, when he finally let me go, and it was be- and he didn't tell me why. And mm-hmm. I, I found out through the grapevine. It was because I was clocking in at eight oh one, at not seven fifty nine. Like yeah, like, like really are you serious. Yeah, get oh off the cross. God. We need the wood. Oh like. <laughs> Come on, I just I was I, I was like whatever, dude. But um, I but I made that decision. I'm just gonna get as many gigs as I possibly can yep. for the first few months. It was okay, mm-hmm. um, because I was I was still collecting unemployment. So, nah, yeah, yeah. So like it didn't yes. matter that I didn't have yeah, that many gigs. Well, yes. the unemployment ran out after like six. I think I was I only got like six months unemployment, yeah. and when it ran out, um. No. You know, it was it was just the gigs. It's game time. Time to hustle. Time yeah. to fucking game really time. put the like the rubber meets the road at this moment. And that's when my uh, my my now ex wife was like, yeah, <laughs> oh Nyah! man, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah she, I, uh, but no, I I had to make that decision. Yeah. I, had to, I had to say to myself, I had to say to the world, like it's you know, it's it, I, I owe it to myself. I owe it to the people around me. Yes, to be happy. I owe it to myself to try and make this you know find a way for this to manifest itself yeah. and, and i and i had set out when i moved back to jersey from from arizona i said like i said it out loud on many occasions and i said i remember saying it to mary Bird the first time i met her i want to host open mic nights like four <laughs> nights a week and she's like really i'm like yeah, yeah. this is what i want to do that's what i love this i love this i love hosting open mic nights i love hanging out with musicians i love bullshitting i love like you know seeing seeing uh, yes. like these, these musicians develop yeah you know yeah. and some yeah. of these you know watching the younger kids come through like like um like i, I met pd brody when he was just starting to nice. come into this yeah. and, and to see that and to see how he's developed that's as awesome. a musician and this other this this uh, uh gabby toledo another great uh, young singer songwriter uh, huh. you know like i've gotten to see these people like develop and i get to see i get to see you know guys come back into it who, yeah. who, who had to take a break to raise kids yes and i get to see these cats come back into it and get back into it and like yeah. you know Man. like you know like you know just one more way that we are i know are kindred spirits man kindred spirits, this is weird man. i'm this telling is weird. you i'm telling you in this room right now. i know right right exactly so what's your shoe size <laughs> 10, 10 and yeah? a half. Yeah, ah, 11s. Ah, close. Yeah. Close, close. Uh, little big shoes over there, aren't you, Connor? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a size 22. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that's right, though. So. Oh, I thought you just liked wearing clown shoes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all him. That's all him. There's no, there's no padding in there. Because we haven't really talked about this. Uh-huh. We, we talked a lot about the story, but I uh-huh. would love, as a person who writes their own music, mm-hmm. I want to hear about your process when right. you're writing a song. Um, and, 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 and about some of the albums that you've put out over the past couple of years. sit down. <clears throat> how do you get yourself into that headspace? Because writing songs, people will tell you it's fucking hard. Yeah. Tell you there's all this nuance. Some people it just comes naturally. What what goes on through your mind when you're like, I'm gonna write a song? Um, so it, it, it kind of um it, it, it kind of hits me like um so as far as like the the topic um, well, that usually so, where you start? yeah, I usually start with a topic. I'll usually start with some sort of theme. Um, and like a 90% or like all the time, like, um, not all the time. Um, what I've been doing lately is doing what's called like a stream of consciousness kind of yes. thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So yep. I, I just do that every, every day. I just, just write. And, uh, you know, sometimes there might be a line in there. that's like, Oh shit. Like so you start with writing a lot. Yeah. That's super awesome. Yes. A lot of people are kind yes. of afraid of that. Yeah. The thing I love about your writing, Nick, is you yes. usually start with that. <laughs> yeah, no, I start with the words. As a person who teaches songwriting class, you know, like I have a lot of really talented kids, but they're like terrified of that. Process. Yeah. Yeah, That's no. That's exactly why we usually start that way because they'll usually have like a cool progression or riff or something, and then they're like, we don't, right, what do you got though? Like, what's right. the song? What, what are you going to put with that? I love songs and I love parts and stuff like that, but a song is lyrics and melody, really. Pretty much. You know, right. Like, really, at the end of the day, like that's the thing you're getting paid for. Yeah, and you have to you have to flesh that out because uh, you know otherwise, 
Other, otherwise, what happens is you get stuck, you know, just putting in words that I don't know that just aren't. Just fits yeah. For whatever reason. Yeah. yeah like, exactly. and there's no there's no meaning behind it. That there's there's nothing interesting about it. You know, it's just generic. So, um, so I would, most of the time I'll start with the lyrics, and then um, you know, and then maybe if the, if there's like a core pro- progression that I've been working on, um, you know, sometimes I'll say, oh man, like that that sort of works. Um, mm-hmm. I do a lot of songwriting on my phone as well so like you know sometimes like something might hit me and i'll like run to the nearest guitar by the way i keep a guitar in almost every room in the house Good move. with the exception of the bathroom <laughs> you Just, gotta have a bat you, oh, you, you you have to have I a know, toilet guitar my wife Real won't let my listen Real talk. <laughs> I, have, I have come home from work and have rushed to the bathroom with a bass in my hand <laughs> because i don't have time to do both <laughs> or either, I guess is what I should say. Like, yeah, both at the same time. Like, <laughs> in my ears, I gotta do. I gotta do. Right, that's it. <laughs> that, expl- that explains that bottle of hand sanitizer in your gig bag. <laughs> <laughs> wiping down the neck. I'll be ready in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you gotta do what you got. <laughs> Yeah, just get one of those like the wall hangers, you know, like the little like the wall bracket mounts for the for guitar. Yeah. Hang, just hang it high enough so the boys can't get so to it. So the boys can't get to it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's like, there's that, there's that, that sense of urgency where you're like, all right, I got I got to catch this. Yeah. Like, yeah. This because I, I maybe, maybe just like a ukulele, something tiny. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> I because I always like to say melodies are fleeting. I mean, I there's been many times where I have this cool melody in my head and I don't get to a recording device fast enough, and then like five minutes later, it's gone. It's just like, yeah, yeah you just can't remember it for the life yeah, of I've you. Got, I've like, got, I've got pads and and pens yeah. everywhere. There's two yeah. in my car. There's one in my gig bag always. Yes. There's always one in, like in in my bedroom. There's one in my bathroom. Yeah, I swear, <laughs> I swear to God, I've got, a, I've got, a, I've got a tiny little moleskin pad that I, that I, awesome. I, I just keep it in my medicine cabinet. Yeah. And I'm yeah. just like, you know, there's been so many times where I just like jot down some reach, ideas. Reach <laughs> open the medicine cabinet. Can't get up. Yep. Biz- that, grab it. Okay. Lift up to the top of the toilet bowl is a secret pad. Uh, right, right, right. <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I didn't have a real quick, that never happens to me because I am a huge nerd and I know notes. Ooh. <laughs> well, I'm, not, I'm writing words, not, nice. not, not chords. Oh, yeah, but words, yeah, words are... When like when that when that stream of consciousness starts, yeah. those lyrics start flowing. Yes. Like, if you try and if you try and you know damn damn the waters for even a minute, yeah. you could lose you could lose it a whole song yeah. by just by trying to pause yourself. Yes, so you yes, to, absolutely. Have to let it flow out. Yeah. So that's why, like, no, there's always. There's yes. always a pad and pen yeah, paper, within arm's yeah, reach for really me everywhere, and there are Fleeting. there are snippets of songs that like you know that like if if I'm if I can't get it to it quick enough, I'll just pull my phone out and I'll just like pull out the notepad yeah. and just type out yeah and just type it out the idea yeah you know just so I don't lose that moment yeah I do that a lot where it's like I don't get really hung up on words sometimes because the concept is there mm-hmm. and honestly sometimes I'll just sit there on a sentence and be like. What's the best way I could say this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, know, I know you're a lot different because you'll you'll kind of you kind of like the the stream of consciousness. Well, I, a lot, I but, start with the words, yeah. Well, yeah. not but not even I'm I'm talking with words as well. Like sometimes I know exactly what I want to say in a song, uh, but it's like how do I how do you how do you want to say it right? Yeah, you know, like that that's that's a fun thing. I, I can I can understand that because like yeah because I mean again like you can say it like the generic way. Or you could find like an interesting way to say sort of like the same thing, oh, yeah. and, you know, and you want to like just keep people engaged. And I've I've thrown out so many songs because I'll I'll read it back and just look at all the lazy words. Yeah, it's like, just like ah. what the, right, like no, we're, right. Done, we're doing the this end, all over died. again. At the end, he died. Like, yeah, what the, like, <laughs> <laughs> cool story, bro. Right, right, right. Just like, what the hell is this? Crumple it up and throw it in the garbage. Like what so, the fuck? um. Let's talk about some yeah. of the uh, some of the uh, the the music you've produced over the past couple of years. These uh, they, are they EPs or um, yeah? So I, I've just been doing. I, I've I've got three singles out right now. Okay. One's called Apple Tree. Uh, one is called uh, I did a House with No Doors um, with a buddy of mine, uh, Calvin must be, Thomas. Must be really difficult to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Is, is, is Calvin like your main guy? Is this the guy like when you're working on stuff? Uh, so actually, I met Calvin on Periscope. He's a, oh, a Periscope shit. musician. Yeah, just a dude that was just watching. Yeah, you? yeah. We That's just so like cool, I watched man. him. He watched me. We go into each other's streams and just kind of jive. Yeah, we just kind of jived. So 
Um, you know, so we're actually working on a song uh, now together, but we did that. We dropped that in uh, September. Um, uh, I have a song called Show Me Your Socks, which uh, which is specifically geared to uh, my uh, uh, audience on Periscope because, <laughs> uh, um, you know, you have a lot of trolls in there. They think it's a dating site. First time I listened to that song, I was like... Oh, this is weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah. wait, it's a joke. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Um, I did. Uh, I, <laughs> I, Man, how, I wonder how long it took for, for creepers and trolls to find Periscope yeah, and think, I can masturbate it, to this. Listen, it, it doesn't. Oh, it, it never takes long for anyone. It doesn't take long at all. <laughs> what, was it, what was it? What was it? What was it yeah. Chat roulette? Yeah, chat, yeah, oh, chat yeah, started yeah. out as the kindest idea, yeah, and then just quickly like, devolved, like just three hours devolved. later, just penises. Yes, just, <laughs> it was just all dicks, just all dicks. <laughs> right, it's just like strange what the German going man, on? strange guys, German woman, penis, just, strange yeah. German man, strange German woman, penis. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's just like, in what universe, penis, penis, penis. right? Do guys right. in what universe do do does anyone think that it's a good idea that like oh what if I just show her my dong or I, 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 I bet you I, I bet you'll want to touch this story, it. But I have to I have to eat. please please. None of you have ever heard this story before. I got banned from Charlotte. Oh, what did what? you do? What did you do? <laughs> oh, my goodness. What the fuck did you do? I, I actually managed to get banned from Charlotte. Oh, my God. Because I was on there with my girlfriend, and I think it was Germans. They asked to, you know, they asked to see her naked, and we were like, all right. All right, we're going to go off camera for a second. We'll come back. And then I come back in the frame with just my bare ass. Spreading my cheeks. I got kicked off Charlie. You just spread oh, So dicks akimbo, but one, but one hairy ass and everything's up in arms. No, okay. honestly, look. Well, I, I got no, it. I, you know, I, they wanted, they wanted so to hilarious. see. They, they wanted to, you know. Boys, they, they want to see my girlfriend. I showed my butthole. Boys, yeah. let's also let's also be frank. There's a huge difference between a butt and a butthole. A butthole is That's so true. much more disturbing. <laughs> like butts are like harmless. But it's, like it's a butt, but a butthole. But the Germans, but the Germans, the, the, <laughs> but the Germans had a problem with this because like we were talking about the, like writing songs. And stuff. <laughs> the Germans oh, had a problem man. with this because like the Germans are kind of weird, man. I, I like think they were German. Octum. They were an American. That's for sure. Weird. That's, that's okay, so anyway, so you're producing so, so songs. You're, so, you're producing songs with your friends. <laughs> how do we, re- how do we rebound I, from this? I don't know. I don't know. How do we I'm sort of go back? You know what? I'm just, you know, we we're just, just, go. just, just, just going to cancel the show. It's kind of how every just, show ends. Oh. The, show, the show's canceled. That's it. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> Show me your socks. Um, it's uh, th- that that song was <laughs> that song was born out of that. It's it's like a parody. It's like I'm making fun of the, the trolls on on Periscope. Or it could be really applied to any any sort of chat room. Yeah, so good. And uh, and then oh, I've trolls got trolls everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. <laughs> And then, uh, and then I've got Bad to the Bone dropping in uh, February. I just got the uh, uh, my engineer. I I record in uh, in Booton, New Jersey, a place called the Vault, and uh, on Main Street. Yeah. Yep. And um, yeah, uh, Tyler, Tyler, there. He's the he's the engineer. He's fantastic. So uh, he's working on the the final mix. And uh, Tyler, yeah. the engineer, not Tyler, the creator. Tyler, Tyler, the engineer. <laughs> <laughs> That dude's hilarious. <laughs> I love the creator. He's hilarious. Which, which one are we gonna hear now? Uh, so we're gonna hear "Bad to the Bone" right now. That's, well, we just that's did. We did "Bad to the Bone" in part one. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. We're gonna do. We're gonna do apple tree. Guys, apple too tree. Much, apple guys, tree. Too much nah, snapple right now. I know. I know. <laughs> guys, all messed up on snapple. I know. Just all that sugar. <laughs> <laughs> all right, kids. This is. This has been uh, a really great. And fantastic show. I want to thank Jairus Cook for coming in with us tonight and, and, and doing this interview and talking Showtime with the Apollo. Oh, thank you. Are you kidding? Oh, man. <laughs> thank that you, was man. Fantastic. Thank you guys for Dude, having me. Dude, the fact that you were on there and like, and now you're sitting here talking to me, I, uh, I, I'm just like, like I am, a, I am, I am elated to be sharing the same oxygen as a person who got to see. And I, actually, I had a question. You know about what? This. He's got a twinkle. He's got a twinkle in his I head. had a question about this. Nice. Is Steve, are Steve Harvey's teeth really that big in real life? Yes. Because yes. I mean, yes, yes. I, you, I mean, it's 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 like he's got a mouthful of ice cream sandwiches. Yeah. Those things are just thick. <laughs> just, they're just. <laughs> mouthful of ice cream sandwiches. They're just so big. <laughs> 
Like the good ones, not like the well, not not like the great value Walmart little ones. I'm talking like the like like the friendlies, like the thick as a brick ice cream sandwiches. You know, <laughs> he opens his mouth. That's and it's hilarious. Like, he like he yes. can he can blind birds with that smile. He's just, it's just brightness. You know. <laughs> yes, 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 yeah. What you see is what you get. Steve, I love him. I'm a huge fan. It's crazy. It's it was insane. But yeah, yeah, that was but that was a good time. Good right time. on, man. Yeah, good times. <laughs> All right, well, let's listen uh, to Apple Tree. All right. Must have been my lucky day when I first laid eyes on you Played it cool in my mind I don't want to be no fool I gathered up the nerve Determined to make it work babe. I walk on over but my heart is beating plenty fast Keep on pushing cause I know my courage won't last and Then we finally meet Under the shade of an apple tree Keep coming back to that apple tree, yeah Carving our name in the trunk It's you and me, yeah don't wanna have it no other way So much left to say Spent a couple of years I think we're doing fine Hey You turned to me Said you needed space and time how did we ever get this wrong? I thought what we had was strong, babe We talk about it and we say some things that we shouldn't have said I had no idea that all that was in your head But I got the remedy Bring it back how it used to be Keep coming back to that apple tree Carving our name in the trunk with you and me Don't wanna have it no other way So much left to say Thought we were strong together We've been through hell and back Together Yes we did, babe Don't want things to change I know we got to work on things Let's get it back Put this thing on track Hey Keep coming back to that apple tree Yeah Carving our name in the trunk shoe you and me, babe Don't wanna have it no other way So much left to say I keep coming back to that apple tree Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And a one, and a two, and a one, two, three. And a one, and a two, and a three. I just did that. Yeah, he did. Oh, we did that last time. I literally just said it. But I said it the Rudolph way. Oh, okay. All right. Well, and a one, and a two, and a one, two, three. All right, kids. That was part two of our Jerris Cook interview. That was Apple Tree. Uh, one of his songs, you can find that. You got what do we go to? Uh, Jerriscook.com. Yep, and iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Word up. Yep, 
And uh, and also check you out on Periscope.com. Yes, yes. Check me out on Periscope. Word I'm up. usually there uh, three times a week. Check me out doing some crazy stuff. That is excellent. That yes. is excellent. This yes. has been a really cool show. I want to thank you again, Jarris, for coming in. Thanks for having me. Connor, I want to thank you for sitting in with us and hanging out with us, buddy. Oh, I didn't do anything. Thank you for having me. I know. It's just, it's just so nice to look at you. You're just so handsome. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. And, and, and you look you look so nice with your little, with your little beanie cap on. <laughs> You look, you look like a long show. You know why woman. I'm wearing the beanie? <sighs> this explains so much. <laughs> it's not quite as bad as Medusa, but... No, no, it's, it's up there. It's in the same ballpark. It's up there. It's up there. It's up there. Very, very thin side show, Bob. <laughs> I'm going to throw up. Yeah. Ah. All right, kids. This has been another episode of Yeah Good. Once again, always brought to us by our good friends at the Original Music School of Morristown. You can go to OriginalMusicSchool.com or call 973-998-8977 and just talk to Dylan. Ask him what he's wearing underneath. <laughs> My skin? Um, inside. <laughs> yes. You're wearing your skeleton. <laughs> oh! oh it's Khakis. <laughs> so scary. Dylan, you good? I'm good. Con, you good? I don't know, man. No, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Cherish, you good? I'm good. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, buddy. See you guys next week. Good night.